That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show and great as always to have you with us. The White House disinformation machine is always ginning out propaganda And today they're sending out new orders to the national left-wing media to attack the Republicans and protect at all costs the Biden regime. The Biden regime spokesman Ian Sams has delivered those new orders to the left-wing media in a memo. In the memo, Sams directs media outlets to not cover the Biden impeachment inquiry, saying it's, quote, time for the media to ramp up its scrutiny of the House Republicans, end quote. The national Marxist media, just following orders as usual, just like in the good old Obama days. Whether the Marxist-run media covers the impeachment or not, the impeachment inquiry is underway. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy set to meet with the Chairman of Ways and Means, Judiciary and Oversight Committees today to lay out the next steps in the inquiry. The Republicans know they have to start quick and hit hard. The chairman and McCarthy should start issuing subpoenas immediately, in my opinion, and the very first subpoena should be delivered to Hunter Biden himself. We've got to give a lot of credit to the House Freedom Caucus. They put the pressure on Speaker McCarthy to wake up and move the impeachment forward and to give the committee chairman the powers they need to show the American people just how corrupt this president really is. House Freedom Caucus Chairman Congressman Scott Perry was asked by a Marxist reporter yesterday what evidence the Republicans have and why they were launching a political revenge attack on Joe Biden. Perry's fire response was both called for and hard-hitting. This isn't about political revenge. We have the bank accounts. We can see, ma'am, you can see that the homes that the Bidens own 
can't be afforded on a, on a congressional or Senate salary. You also understand that it's not normal for family members to receive millions of dollars from overseas interests. Those things aren't normal. That's not normal to have 20 shell, shell country, companies. These things are not normal, and it alludes to not only just widespread corruption, but money laundering, if not influence peddling itself. And we also have the president, the vice president at the time, on record saying that the prosecutor was fired. Well, son of a bitch. The prosecutor was fired, right? Because the prosecutor was going after the, the company that his son was working on. That's what we have. If you can't see that, if you are, if you are that blunt, look, I'll turn it over to the attorneys. People can't see that. They think it's political revenge. It's because you don't report on it. God bless Congressman Scott Perry. He'll be, by the way, our guest here next week, right here on The Great America Show. The White House has already set up a war room to attack the chairman of the committees, Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer says they wouldn't have to set up a war room in the White House if they would only cooperate with the investigation and be honest and transparent with the American people. Here is Chairman Comer. They wouldn't have to set up a war room, Sean, if they would just provide the information that we've requested. I don't think we've requested anything out of the ordinary. We want to know the correspondence that Joe Biden used with the pseudonyms between the government and himself uh, pertaining to Ukrainian policy. We all want to know any emails that had Hunter Biden copied on them from the government. This is stuff that should be public record. And with respect to their bank records, Joe Biden had no problem with releasing Donald Trump's tax returns. Uh, Joe Biden said he would be the most transparent president in the history. We've already proven that his family got $20 million from foreign nationals. They can't say a single thing they did to earn the money. So obviously we're suspicious about their personal bank accounts. All we want to do is see their personal bank accounts to make sure that Joe Biden wasn't getting his 10 percent and, and make sure this. that Hunter Biden w- was uh, w- was telling the truth when he said that he had to give his salary, half his salary to his father. House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Jason Smith said Hunter Biden's legal team tried to intimidate him when he brought forward two IRS whistleblowers who testified to the special treatment of Hunter Biden. One of the the great examples is the letter that Hunter Biden's lawyer sent to me in the end of June. In that letter, they tried to intimidate me in regards to my own investigation and to discredit the two brave IRS whistleblowers that came forward, Sean. It tried to say that their actions of coming forward to the Ways and Means Committee was illegal and that they were breaking the law. And so that is why we sent the letter to Attorney General Garland is is to see the documents, the emails, the correspondence that Hunter Biden's lawyers had with the Department of Justice in trying to push for prosecution of these two brave IRS whistleblowers that came before us. Let me tell you, today we interviewed one of the four individuals that we subpoenaed, Sean, an IRS employee, and just like the other three that we've done over the last four days, they confirmed what the IRS whistleblowers were saying, and that is Prosecutor Weiss had to get permission, higher up the food chain chain in the Biden administration to bring charges and to to move ahead in this investigation against the president's son. I don't know about you, but I hope you have as much faith in these great Americans who chair the investigating committees as I do. Congressman James Comer, Congressman Jason Smith, Congressman Jim Jordan, all great Americans and all courageous, smart, and hard-hitting. They and their committees have done great work in revealing the incriminating evidence 
that has led to the impeachment of Joe Biden. Let's bring in our guest today to take up all of this and more. Joining us is Congressman Corey Mills, member of the House Committees on Armed Services and Foreign Affairs. Congressman, great to have you with us. You now have an impeachment inquiry moving ahead, which a lot of people didn't think Kevin McCarthy would ever agree to. Your reaction to it all? Well, look, I'm pleased to see that we're actually going to start doing uh, what the American people expected nine months ago. Uh, I think that we've had overwhelming evidence from the Biden uh, corrupt and crime family, where if you look at FD 1023, if you look at Devin Ar- uh, at Archer's testimony, if you look at uh, the continuation that has rolled out of funds that have been flowing through this family, whether it was uh, Hunter or Haley or Jim. Uh, I, I think that it's about nine months too late, but I'm happy to see it finally going. And uh, hopefully we can go ahead and make sure that we stop this two-tiered justice system and the corruption that's been plaguing D.C. for far too long. Yes, and I think that I am pleased, I, I will tell you this, that the Republican Party, in control of the House of Representatives, eight months of investigation, developing all sorts of evidence, whistleblowers stepping forward, uh, the raw rank corruption throughout the federal government has to be dealt with. I know that there have been those uh, in, in your conference uh, who still probably, many of them, uh, don't want to proceed with impeachment because they think it's bad politics. Uh, strategically, they would prefer that the Biden be in place for 2024. If the Republican Party doesn't do what is right this time, I believe I straightforwardly, Congressman, there won't be a Republican Party after 2024. Uh, so I think that this is this is just essential. Uh, and, and and when we're looking at, at everything from policy to the pervasive corruption of this administration, uh, there has to be action taken. And I am pleased that uh, you and your conference have, are doing just that. I, I want to. I want to share with you the sound from Admiral Kirby uh, today talking about the White House isn't paying ransom to uh, Iran with that $6 billion they turned over and made that lopsided hostage swap. Uh, here is here is the good Admiral Kirby speaking for the Biden White House. But the parameters of this arrangement, Andrea, are very clear, very concise, and the Iranians have signed up to this, uh, so there should be no doubt in anybody's mind uh, how this is going to work. And again, I think it's important to remember, this is not U.S. taxpayer dollars. It's not ransom. These were Iranian funds that had been frozen in a South Korean account that they did not have access to. All we're simply doing is moving this money to Qatar, to Qatar National Bank, so that it can be accessible to them for, again, very discreet, targeted purposes. Discreet, targeted purposes. You just heard a man lying through his teeth, didn't you, Congressman? Well, we absolutely did. And in fact, the president of Iran even stated that I will use these funds for any way that I see fit. So, again, this is the Biden administration continuing to try and lie to the American people. Yes, it is six billion dollars in frozen assets. But the question that hasn't been uh, asked and the answer that hasn't been provided is why did we actually freeze those funds to begin with? Is it because it was going to be utilized by the Iranian regime for terrorist purposes? Was it because it was money that was received in violations of sanctions that were already existing? You know, this right here, in my opinion, sets a very dangerous precedent. And here's what concerns me the most, Lou. You've 
now established a dollar sign that's associated with every single American. You're now telling all of our adversaries that if you wrongfully imprison, you uh, take a hostage, you basically kidnap an American to use for ransom, that their value is at $1.2 billion. And so now you're actually associating our American people abroad with a price tag, which basically is going to be utilized for future operations. And on top of that, it's a swap of five Americans for five Iranian agents. If that was the case, then why wouldn't it be a one-for-one swap? You know, this is a very, very dangerous precedent. I can tell you right now, there was a direct correlation under the Obama administration when he sent pallets of cash to Iran. You saw an immediate uptick in proxy militia attacks against Americans abroad, as well as for our embassies. And you're going to see the very same thing right now, because the Biden administration is nothing more, and I'm now labeling it the O-Biden administration. This is nothing more than Obama's third term and Obama 2.0 and failed policies. You're absolutely correct, and there should be no doubt of it. Uh, and as we look at what this this administration is doing, you, you talked about a one-for-one hostage swap. Uh, there was a time, and I can remember this this time over the course of my career, in which any country was scared to death to take an American hostage because they knew that there would be repercussions. This is a, that's a long time ago, and many presidents passed. But to see this happen and to see this White House, to listen to a former admiral uh, of the United States Navy spelling that kind of on, just ignorant nonsense in uh, representing this uh, this forlorn uh, excuse for a presidential uh, administration, uh, it, it's, it's sickening. Uh, it's got to stop, and it has to stop now. Well, and Luke, you know as well as I do that when our adversaries are fearful of a strong America and our allies are trusting that America is always going to do what is right. We are a safer world as a whole. And we saw that under President Trump, where after he had carried out a successful counterterrorism strike against the Iranian Quds Force commander Qasem Soleimani, as well as for one of the head of the Iraq militias, uh, Abu Mehdi al-Mahandis, we immediately saw where Iran wanted to respond and they were so fearful, they called President Trump to say, hey, I have to show a response. And President Trump made it very clear. I have 23 targets that are already designated. If a single American is killed, I will go forward and make sure that I strike all those targets within your nation. And so they understood. They respected strength. They knew that he was a man of his word. The same thing that he told North Korea with Kim Jong-un about the fact that he has a bigger red button and his actually works. We need that type of strength. We need that peace through strength mechanism that Reagan used to push. And we can't do that when you've got a corrupt and a compromised administration under the Bidens who are basically bought and paid for by China and China, who is partnered geopolitically with Iran, North Korea and Russia. Their intent is to destroy America and the Biden administration is doing everything that they can to advance that and to add insult to injury, Lou. He agrees to fund the largest state sponsor of terror, Iran, with $6 billion on the anniversary of 9-11, which was the largest and most historic terrorist attack on American soil. And that right there didn't even go to the actual site where these events took place and instead was unfreezing $6 billion on the anniversary of 9-11. This is an absolute disgrace. And I look at this as a slap in the face of every American who has served in combat over the last 20 plus years. 
It is a slur against the nation itself. It is a slur against, as you say, every every service member, every veteran, but every American. This man chose that date, September 11th, to carry out this uh, fool's devil's bargain with the Iranians. Uh, It's not a coincidence. Uh, He was making a statement and loud and clear. He hates this country. He hates everything we stand for. And he's done everything in his power. And by the way, in some cases, beyond any recognizable power that he should possess to leave our border wide open, to trash this country, to destroy the American family. I I mean, I can't understand why anyone like John Cornyn, John Thune, would be standing up and Mitch McConnell saying we do not want to impeach this president. These are ignorant tools of the Republican and establishment and the so-called uniparty or the swamp in D.C. How is it that no one is responding vigorously from the Republican Party to those statements by those senators? Well, the bottom line is that when you win a race to serve the United States Congress, the United States Senate, they issue you a lapel pin, but they don't issue you a spine and a backbone. There are far too many Republicans who are sitting in office right now who are more concerned about saving their seat than saving this republic. And they don't want to do anything that they deem to be politically challenging. And guess what? That was the great thing about when I came to Congress. I came here with the intent of serving the people, carrying out the people's will to be a statesman and a representative and not a politician who just speaks out both sides of their mouth. We know that Mitch McConnell is nothing more than a snake in the grass. He's the only individual I know of where his wife has been appointee under presidents, whether they were Democrat or Republican alike. This is the problem with Washington right now is that we keep as Americans continuing to be the silent majority. And we are now awake, not woke. And we're trying to get the people in here to do the Lord's work. But at the end of the day, we keep voting the same people back into office. And if you're willing to do that, then you're part of the problem as well. So you want strong conservatives, you want real constitutionalists, then you have to actually get out there and start voting these people out of office who are unwilling to get accountability and transparency in government. Well said, and I couldn't agree more, and I'm sure the audience does as well. We are talking with Congressman Corey Mills. We'll be right back. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back now. We're talking with Congressman Corey Mills. And 
Congressman, I want to mention Kim Jong-un is uh, uh, meeting right now with Vladimir Putin uh, as we watch that axis of evil uh, amongst the, the Chinese, the Russians, the North Koreans and Iran uh, expand. Uh, your thoughts and why is there no response from this White House about what is happening? Well, Lou, you know as well as I do that anything which is connected directly to China Joe Biden is not going to try and condemn or say anything negative. We just watched him parade around at the G20 summit talking about how he hopes that China does great in their economy. I mean, it was more of a China first America last agenda than it was to actually produce or produce the confidence levels that we need for our allies and for developing nations to start going towards America. And as opposed, they're now leaning more towards Russia and China in the way that they're going to try and find economic growth and help. We know that North Korea is sharing technology uh, technology as well as for other types of drone capabilities with Russia and China. We know that Iran is also doing the same. They will be utilized as proxy militias of the Chinese government as a CCP expansion, where they will do all of the actual financing of these types of things and technological transfers, but they won't actually get their hands dirty so they can actually continue to pretend that they're one of the key five in the United Nations Security Council. Look, Joe Biden couldn't even get other developing nations to condemn Russia's actions on the invasion. So we see once again that when it comes to Korea, North Korea going over to Russia, when it comes to Iran cozying up to China, when it comes to our own president cozying up to China, that this is all about trying to destroy America, destroy our ideology, and try and promote a Chinese agenda for this single point hegemony that Chairman Xi is pushing towards. And and to listen to Joe Biden at the G20, uh, where he made uh, of, um, very few of his remarks at least were coherent enough to be recorded to begin with. But he did say climate change to him, in his judgment is more frightening than nuclear war. This man is a blithering, I mean, a blithering idiot. And no one wants to acknowledge that fact. No, I mean, I can't believe we let this man onto a stage to make an ass of himself time after time after again. Uh, it's just disgusting to me. It's appalling. Well, and on top of that, he brought his climate hypocrite, uh, John Kerry, who states that he thinks that every American should be somewhere around 6,000 to 6,500 pounds of carbon footprint. And meanwhile, him and his family just last year had over a 350 metric ton carbon footprint flying around in his private jet, which, oh, by the way, he didn't say was his private jet until we questioned him in, in front of our foreign affairs committee. He changed it to, oh, well, it's not my jet. It's my wife's jet. Uh, you know, the typical elitist type of, uh, you know, comment that you would have. But, you know, the bottom line is that our climate change isn't our greatest ex uh, internal threat. Our greatest internal threat is Joe Biden himself and his failed policies. Our greatest threat is the debt ceiling that we actually signed off on and the fact that we now have appropriations which are going to exceed our spending levels of what I was comfortable spending from the beginning, even with the $1.2 trillion rescissions. You know, we have appropriations that are coming up right now, and I can tell you that if we're not going to try and start getting fiscal sanity, then we're continuing to do the D.C. dance and doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different outcome, which is the definition of insanity. And so uh, I'll tell you right now, the greatest existential threat by far is China. 
Russia, Iran, North Korea, our greatest domestic and internal threat is our own government, our overspending, our inability to secure our borders, our inability to strengthen our military. The idea that we think that government's supposed to co-parent, which they are not. Our parents are not for our, our, our children are not for sale. And I can tell you right now that if we want to get a hold of the republic, we have to start getting back to constitutionality and stop worrying about things that are actually not impactful, like climate change abroad, when you've got China and India and Russia and all the others who are one of the greatest uh, uh, polluters in the world. And, you know, the funny thing is this, Lou, and I'll end with this. At the same time that he's praising China's economy in the G20 and talking about how climate change is one of the greatest threats ever, He's praising China, who just increased their coal and fossil fuel usage to a level they've never done before to build up their industrial base while simultaneously canceling the Alaska and Arctic refuge pipe, uh, uh, concessions for America to destroy American energy to promote another nation and then try and finger wag about climate change. It's an absolute hypocrisy, and it's all about the China first, America last agenda for the Bidens. Let me let me talk about the the house for just a second here before we go to commercial break. And that is I got the feeling that there's quite a number of Republicans who aren't behind even the impeachment inquiry. And I have to say, this is a this is a real test for the House. Uh, give us your sense, fellow uh, congressmen, uh, the the representatives that you know and work with. Do you know many who are really opposed to this impeachment of what is obviously a corrupt president, a corrupt administration, a pervasively rampant, corrupt federal government? Well, I don't. And I can tell you that many of the conservatives that I uh, consider to be close colleagues and friends are all for this. I mean, myself, I actually co-sponsored not only Marjorie Taylor Greene's uh, impeachment articles, but also Congresswoman Lauren Boebert's impeachment articles. Uh, I have said from the beginning, whether it is Mayorkas and the border, whether it is Secretary Blinken and his uh, complete disregard for the 23 diplomat descent cable of Afghanistan, whether it was Lloyd Austin, who I've issued my impeachment articles for and filed for his dereliction of duty. This administration needs to be held accountable and there needs to be full transparency. And the U.S. Congressional House needs to get themselves in order so that we can actually carry out the will of the people. Because I can tell you, everyone sees this for what it is, Lou. The American people are, you know, basically beating down the door saying, when are we going to do something? Because we continue to talk and we haven't seen a lot of action. Well, now that stops. We now start going forward with all the information that great congressional members like Congressman Jim Jordan and James Comer has put together, which is absolutely circumstantial when it comes to the amount and the, the overwhelming evidence in this corrupt family. And we will hold them accountable. And so from my perspective, to be honest with you, Lou, I haven't heard many people who are against, against this impeachment. In fact, when I was in our GOP conference this morning, it seemed to be an overwhelming majority who were in support of this impeachment inquiry and wishing it to go forward faster. I couldn't, uh, again, agree with you more uh, about uh, everyone's interest in this moving forward for the good of the country and for the sake of the nation. We're talking with Congressman Corey Mills. When we come back, the big question, when does the action begin? We'll be right back. Stay with us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back now with Congressman Corey Mills. Congressman, let's let, let's start with action. Uh, let's start with subpoenas. Uh, for the for the administration, for Mayorkas, uh, for uh, Merrick Garland, uh, Chris Ray, when do those subpoenas start flying, and when does the nonsense end? This is no longer about process. The evidence has been produced more than sufficient to move forward with impeachment. In the in the I am sure in the minds of most of the American people, if not the recalcitrant rhinos uh, in your conference and the Marxist Dems uh, across the aisle. Well, you're exactly right, Lou. There is overwhelming evidence. There is more than circumstantial evidence to justify the impeachment of every one of the people that you mentioned. And I'm glad because I also uh, co-sponsored articles of impeachment against Merrick Garland as well for his weaponization of the DOJ, uh, as well as for Secretary Mayorkas uh, and Secretary Blinken. But uh, tomorrow morning, we're uh, going in around 0830. We'll be sitting down with Congressman Jim Jordan and Congressman James Comer to go over what the next steps are, uh, how the subpoenas and impeachments are going to go forward with this inquiry, as well as for what oversight and judiciary's role will be. And also Jason Smith, the chairman of Ways and Means, as he digs into the taxes and he digs into the finances of this spider web of 20 plus companies that the Biden crime family has utilized in an effort to go ahead and try to shelter cash that we know is at best money laundering and at worst a pay for play on policy for our adversaries. So uh, we'll have more information tomorrow morning. I know in the conference we uh, talked about exactly what needs to go forward with regards to the rapidness of this. Uh, So uh, tomorrow morning I should have a lot more information. But, again, we've got James Comer, we've got Jim Jordan, and we've got uh, Jason Smith who are all going to be leading the charge with our support, and we're going to continue to go ahead and do what's right to carry out the people's will. Like you, three great Americans, uh, terrific leaders for this uh, uh, this inquiry and for this impeachment. I just wonder this, and that is why there would be any hesitation on the part of the Republican Party right now to lay out a schedule for what will happen and to put those subpoenas, just to lay it out. Say, this is what's going to happen by the ways and means where our subpoenas are going out on this date. Uh, Everybody can walk and chew gum at the same time. There's no reason those three committees shouldn't be working concurrently because they have been. Uh, It is a major, major effort and undertaking to try to bring this thing under control, this corruption, this massive corruption. Uh, But it is uh, absolutely essential. And we know that the incipient point of all of this, the inception was under the Obama administration. That's when the Russian collusion began under the direct 
are, are it appears the direct orders of President Barack Obama uh, in the final two years of his presidency. Uh, he's 70 percent of the first 100 people hired by this president uh, were all Obama people. And the Obama people are running it, uh, as you suggested, this is the third term uh, of President Obama. Your thoughts as we wrap up here. Well, you're exactly right. Look, I know for a fact that Jason Smith will be looking at the finances and investigations into all the corruption between the individual uh, companies that were set up, uh, the 10 percent here, the 20 percent here, again, all for the big guy or his, uh, you know, anonymous uh, alias that he was utilizing throughout this time period. I know that uh, James Comer is continuing to go ahead and compile all the documents that's necessary to be handed over to Jim Jordan Judiciary to continue to process this. the speaker had just announced that this uh, impeachment inquiry, so I do see that there will probably be a schedule coming out, and I agree with you. That's what the American people need is transparency of here's what's happening on this date, on this date, and moving forward, and when we're actually going to get this done. Uh, but it has to come, and it hasn't come as fast as I would have liked, but here's the difference between the Democrats and the Republicans. Democrats, they actually tried to hold two uh, sham impeachments against our president, President Donald J. Trump. And we know that it went from Russia, Russia, Russia to Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. I was waiting for Moldova, Moldova, Moldova next. Uh, But the reality is that those very countries that they were pointing fingers at President Trump from is the same countries that Biden and his family was actually taking cash from this entire time, whether it was Burisma and the, you know, getting kicking out of Shokin, the uh, general prosecutor there in Ukraine, or whether it was actually the three million dollars that the mayor's wife of Moscow was giving to Hunter Biden or China with the billion dollar deals. Uh, the bottom line is, is that the Republicans have actually gone forward, followed due process, believe in the rule of law, and we actually have more than circumstantial evidence to carry this out. And in my opinion, it's a, it's a little bit late, and so you know I think that it should have happened sooner, but we now have more evidence than ever, and we'll uncover not just Joe Biden, but the entire Biden crime family and start getting to the root of what actually creates the swamp. And I think that that has to begin with immediately subpoenas to Hunter Biden. Uh, if they, if for any reason they back off of him right now with all that has happened, uh, and five years of delays and, and gamesmanship on the part of the corrupt uh, Biden administration and the corrupt Department of Justice, I, I, I have to say it. We need to see you you all force the media to cover this. And the only way to do it is to take the action and proceed with all the power that you've got. And it's substantial now, particularly with the impeachment. Uh, the power of the committees uh, is enhanced, I would say, at least uh, three or four fold, wouldn't you? Well, and Lou, I just read a few moments ago, the White House actually sent a memo about the inquiry to all the major media outlets telling them to basically scrutinize and to, to, you know, try to basically put down what this inquiry for the impeachment is all about. And, uh, you know, that's really concerning when they're already trying to utilize that other pillar of politics, which is mainstream media, and trying to go ahead and get them to push an unpopular opinion of the impeachment inquiry. So that shows you how concerned the White House is when and just now they're sending memos out to all of the key media outlets to try and scrutinize the House Republicans decision to go forward with this impeachment inquiry. Yeah, I, 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 I laughed when I saw that, because what is happening here is the White House is desperate. And that shows you how desperate. 
because here's Amen. here's the truth of the matter. Uh, the White House is on the phones with all of the left-wing networks every day, all of the left-wing outlets and publications, giving their their talking points. Uh, this it's no accident that they fall in line with this uh, this White House uh, as it did the Obama White House. If the white if the calls aren't going through, the texts are uh, on what the talking points of the day are. This White House is running it all, as we have seen, and what has been produced with their intervention in the election with. So Social media and big tech, it, it is certainly, uh, they certainly haven't missed legacy corporate media either. Uh, you get the last word here, Congressman. We appreciate you being with us. Well, Lou, Lou, I just want to say thank you for continuing for, you know, decades to be a great uh, patriot for getting the real media uh, message out there for real journalism, which is almost uh, extinct at this point. You know, we as elected officials, we owe the American people three things, and every American needs to make sure that their elected official at all levels provide them with the transparency, accountability, and accessibility that they deserve. At the end of the day, when we sign up to serve our nation, it's about public service, not personal enrichment. And we need to be held accountable, and we need to make sure that we're not continuing to vote these same Republicans into office that have done nothing over the last 20 and 30 years but make this a career and pad their pockets. It's time for action. It's time to save this republic, and it's time to put America first. Amen. And God bless you, Congressman. We appreciate your being with us today. All our very best. Thank you. Thank you. God bless, Lou. Congressman Corey Mills, a great American. And thank you, everybody, for being with us today. Tomorrow, we're joined by journalist Emerald Robinson. We'll take up the Biden impeachment and how the corrupt national media will do all they can to protect this puppet president. Please join us for that tomorrow. And please join us each and every weekday. Follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs, on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight, and go to LouDobbs.com. Thanks, everybody. God bless you, and may God bless and save America. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or, how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.